0: Welcome to kids first coming attractions before you go out and spend money on that new movie make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the voice america kids channel we'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and dvd releases now here are all of your hosts for kids first coming attractions
1: thank you and welcome to the program i'm your host Raven Demani, and you're listening to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids network Today we are talking about the film Strange Magic, Val and Sebastian Paddington, and talking with Philip and Delilah from the PBS show The Odd Squad. So, to start off the show, I have with me Samantha. How are you doing today, Samantha? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing very well. So you recently saw the new animated feature Strange Magic, which looks fantastic. So, if you wouldn't mind telling us all about it.
2: Well, it was... Basically about two worlds, one good, where there's singing, happiness, and one bad, where there's dark and evil. And, um, the leader of the dark world, the Bog King, basically banned all magic from his side of the world. And he banned a love potion that is, that makes love contagious and makes, like, creatures fall in love with people. And it's just totally crazy. And, um... When a little elf gets a hold of it, he tries to get it back, and that sets off this whole thing.
1: So, what did you think of the animation in this film? Because I've been watching the trailers for it, and it looks absolutely beautiful. Well, I thought the animation was
2: great, because um, the you could see every little detail. And the characters in this film, um, mostly on the evil side... Were different. They were scaly. They were, um, different. They were multicolored. They were, like, kind of icky. You could like see like they're like sticky, um, and it was cool because you got to see every little detail and it portrayed their character because you had to like see like the scales on the like the swamp creatures and the mud.
1: How you could see that how sticky the mud was, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. I like that. So, from watching the trailer and from listening to you talk about it a little bit, it sounds like there is a bit of music in this, and not just in the soundtrack, but um, it sounds like some of the characters break into musical numbers occasionally. So, would you talk to me a little bit about that and how that played into the story? Well, the music was something I really liked
2: about this film, because it wasn't only um, handwritten songs by the writers, but it were also there were also some songs... Um, popular songs that we all like. For example, What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger by Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. That was sung a few times in there. And um and I like that because it's you could have you could have sing along. You can sing along with them. Because you know the songs and you know the words because they're very popular songs. And instead of there being songs that you have no idea what they're saying, you know the beat, you know the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it was that kind of drew you in.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, from watching the trailer, I, I noticed that they had um a Michael Franti song in it, and they had a lot of really, you know, popular songs that sort of everyone would kind of know at least the chorus to. So I think that's kind of cool, um, especially when you're watching musicals or semi-musicals, because me being like a theater nerd that I am, I know most of the words to any musicals, but like the average person might not know all of these random, obscure theater songs. So I think it's kind of cool that they threw in some, some popular, well-known stuff in there. So what did you think of the voice actors um, in this film? It features some incredible talent. It has Kristen Chenoweth, who I absolutely adore. It has Alan Cummings. It has Meredith Bull, who I absolutely love. Um, Bob Einstein. Some really fantastic people. So what did you think of them?
2: Well, I thought the voices were amazing. I mean, they portray the characters very well. Um, I noticed how, like, um, Maya Rudolph played Grinelda, and her voice was kind of with an accent. She kind of had, like, a scratchy voice. So, I thought it was cool because she's, um, a very famous actor, and seeing her talk like that, um, acting like that character was very cool and different.
3: Mm-hmm. And, um,
2: For other people, like Evan, Rachel Wood, who played Marianne, she was very good. I mean, Marianne was a very strong character, and um, her voice portrayed that character, that character trait very well. Mm
1: -hmm. So, tell me about your favorite characters in this film.
2: Well, my favorite character in this film would have to be Grinelda, even though she wasn't in – even though she wasn't in – You didn't see her a lot in the movie, but when she was in the movie, she kind of added a little bit of, like, happiness to the dark world because she was trying to pair her son up with somebody to love, and it was cool because she just, like, popped out of nowhere sometimes. It was like, will you marry my husband? (laughs) And it was, I think, the highlight of the movie for, for me whenever she popped up.
1: That's awesome. Sometimes my favorite characters are like the small ones that are only in a few scenes. I love I love characters like that. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking about Strange Magic, Belle and Sebastian, Paddington, and talking with Philip and Delilah from the PBS show The Odd Squad. So right now me and Samantha are talking all about the new animated feature... Strange Magic, uh, which is a wonderful music-filled adventure full of goblins, elves, fairies, and imps as they get into all sorts of trouble and battle and it seems pretty cool. Um, So, in this film, there's a lot of different relationships and dynamics. There's the dynamic between the two sisters, um, between all of, like, the different clans of people not really getting along, and then, of course, like, the evil guys and, and whatnot. So what did you think about the relationships and dynamics between all of the characters? and do you think it's something that you can relate to your own relationships and friendships or that people can relate to their families and whatnot?
2: Well, um, the relationship between the two sisters, I can relate to because I do have two sisters of my own, and sometimes they can be a little overprotective of me. Mm -hmm. Um, And also you you saw the friendships between the people, and I thought that was very cute, add a little bit of... um, like, personality to each character, seeing how they, how much affection they had for each other. Um, and also, I can relate to the friendships, because me and my friends are very close, and we always want to be together, and that's how
1: the characters in this film work. Mm-hmm. So, the tagline for this film is, everyone deserves to be loved. How do you think that plays into the story and the message of the film?
2: Well, in this film, like I said before, there was a love potion that gets passed around, and in this film, there was one part where everybody was falling in love with everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there were, like, some mushrooms falling in love with, like, frogs. So I think that kind of plays along with um, everybody needs to be loved because there were mushrooms needing love and there were frogs needing love. So, and also in the dark world, there were some creatures, like,
1: craving love craving somebody in their life to love so so do you think you can translate that into a message that relates to our daily lives you know like everybody needs friendship and everybody deserves to be loved no matter where they're coming from yes well like you just said everybody
2: needs friendship and everybody needs someone to talk to to hug everybody needs someone that they know is always there for them so I think that can play in our daily lives because you see people like in school on the streets um like saying hello to other people trying to be friends
1: so I think that can play along in our daily lives absolutely so talk to me a little bit about your favorite scene if you have one well if I had to pick a favorite scene I would pick
2: um at the beginning where you see kind of the um where you see Marianne kind of stumble into the dark forest and that was because there's always that one point in the movie where the problem gets set off and that prop and that part was clearly shown and it kind of
1: set off a suspense right when she stumbled into the forest Mm mm-hmm So there are so many different characters in this film. If you had to pick one that you would be, if you were magically transported to this realm of fairies and goblins, what character would you be and why? I would pick Marianne because she was a very strong
2: character and she was a brave princess and she was just somebody that Whenever I saw her do a different thing, I was just amazed
1: at all the unpredictable things she did. Well, it sounds like a really fantastic movie, and it sounds really cool because it seems like it has something for everyone. And it seems like it's not just one specific story or one specific relationship. It's really focusing on so many different characters. Um, So what age rating would you recommend this film for?
2: Well, this film did have some very mature scenes um, that most kids won't understand, most younger kids won't understand, so, um, I'm recommending it for ages
1: 8 to 13. Well, it sounds wonderful, and I cannot wait to check this film out. Samantha, thank you so much for telling us all about Strange Magic. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Guys, make sure you check out Strange Magic. It is in theaters on January 23rd. So make sure you check out all of the magic and fun adventures that it has in store. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, from Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids.
0: a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? The longer you listen, the
4: later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does Indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are Indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of Indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids live every thursday at 5 p.m pacific time and 8 p.m eastern time if you don't feel indie yet make it a part of you keep it right here you're listening to voice america kids you are tuned
0: in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel shh turn your phone off another movie is coming up Hey, and welcome back to Kids First
5: Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hobisan, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just finished speaking to Samantha about strange magic. And we are talking about the PBS show, The Odd Squad. We have some special guests with us today, Philip and Delilah. And we are talking about the films Belle and Sebastian and Paddington. So right now, we are speaking with Katie and Kendall about Belle and Sebastian. Thank you for joining us today. Katie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. And Kendall? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fabulous as well. So, I just wanted to mention that this film was was a TV show back in 1965 to 1970. So, I thought that was pretty cool that they transferred it from TV show to film, which is always pretty cool. So, Kendall, can you please tell us a little bit about this film? Well, Belle and Sebastian is an adventurous movie
6: that takes place in the mountains in the area of France. Um, And Belle and Sebastian is about a boy named Sebastian, of course, who is searching for his mother. Um, Alongside, he finds a dog, and the dog is accused of being the beast that is killing all of Sebastian's grandfather's sheep. Um, But... Sebastian names like Sebastian finally meets the um, stray dog, and they have a really strong bond. And Sebastian tries to fix her up and calls her Belle. And um, unfortunately, Sebastian's grandfather and his men are also trying to kill that dog. So, but also the dog and and Sebastian help Jewish refugees cross the border to escape the Nazis in their little village who are trying to root out the resistance fighters.
5: Oh, so it seems like a pretty I mean it's about this dog and about this whole situation with him. I mean when I first heard the title and I didn't look anything up, I heard Bell and Sebastian and I was like, wait, so they did a collaboration with Bell and then Sebastian from, <laughs> from the Disney movies. I was so confused, but it makes more sense now. And the fact that it's a French film is awesome because I love French culture and, the, and the, the language they speak. So, Katie, since this is a French film, how do you think the subtitles went? Or, I mean, since you did watch the subtitled version, were they too fast? Were they too slow?
7: I think the subtitles
5: were paced just right. If
7: you think about it, if you have a kid who hasn't seen a foreign film yet, this would be a great one to start with. The subtitles are paced nice and slow. You have time to read them before the next ones come up.
5: Yeah, because a lot of the time you see um you see films that are foreign and you or you make it a different language so that you can hear the language, but it's subtitled and it goes so fast and you're like, "I only read the first half of that sentence." And I have no idea what's going on. So you really, it's its nice that it's very nice and slow, but it still doesn't disturb the the main plot line. Uh, Kendall, how's the scenery?
6: Um, The scenery is very beautiful. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, you got to see different parts of France and Switzerland. That, those were the cities that it took place in. And I really enjoyed how you, you were able to see um, different cities and locations of those two places.
5: Yeah, giving you a little bit of visuals while you're learning about this person's life with a dog. (laughs) So, Katie, tell us about some of the actors because, you know, this is a film and it has actors in it. So (laughs) can you please tell me about the acting?
7: I think the acting was great, especially the little boy who played Sebastian he was brilliant he could show all different kinds of emotion um sadness happiness anything um so i think the acting was fabulous
5: (laughs) when yeah because it's like when you see a foreign film you don't quite know how they how they do things and since this film is french Mostly all the people that are stars in it and like acting in it are French. So I didn't want to butcher anyone's name and have someone in France listen to this and be like, no, that's not how you pronounce it. So I'm glad that you thought the acting was well done and that the boy, who is very young, um, display that kind of emotion and um, layers. So, what do you think about what? Okay, what is your favorite scene? Um, My favorite
7: scene was probably when Sebastian tries to clean Belle up. Um, it's so touching and nice, and they're such good friends. They jump into a lake with a beautiful waterfall, and uh, Belle goes from dirty gray to beautiful white. So it's very pretty and gorgeous.
5: Yeah, it's like a bonding scene. It's like, here's my dog, here's me. We're going to bond in the lake. (laughs) You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hobitan, and you're listening to the Voice America Kids. And today we have talked about strange magic, and we are talking about the PBS show, The Odd Squad. And we have some special guests with us today, Philip and Delilah. And we are talking about the films Belle and Sebastian and Paddington. So right now let's continue speaking with Katie and Kendall about Belle and Sebastian. And we were just speaking about her favorite scene. And um, a little bit about the acting and how we don't want to butcher a French guys' names. So, <laughs> Kendall, how well did the dog and the little boy get along? I mean, is there any chemistry or? When they first met, there was a lot
6: of chemistry between them. And then, as as the movie went along, and they started playing with each other, and then um, Sebastian would wash Belle up. Their, their bond became even stronger and stronger, and they acted like they've been best friends since the day they've been born, even though they just met. So I would say that their chemistry is very strong, and everyone would want to have a chemistry like that with their, with their best friend
5: yeah definitely because I mean I have a soft spot for dogs well I have a soft spot for animals period but dogs are really really up there because you know they're dogs and who doesn't love dogs I mean if you don't love dogs I'm sorry you were scarred for life but I love dogs me too so, yes because you know and especially the dog in this film because he's he has he's very big and he has a lot of I mean what you two are saying a lot of character and a lot of I mean, accepting Sebastian. So, Katie, how about the length of this film? I think
7: that it's a good length. It might be a little too long for young children, but it's the perfect length for this movie. I don't think that they made it go too long with parts that I would say that weren't important. I think Mm -hmm. it was the perfect length.
5: Yeah, because, you know, little kids' attention spans are only but so long. So, Kendall... Who is your favorite character in this film?
6: Um, my favorite character is Angela. She is like a sister to Sebastian. She is very helpful, and she's always around when Sebastian needs her. And she just loves helping people, tr- trying to get back to where they're from, or trying to find their family. She's just very a uh, kind and loving person.
5: And the and those people in our lives that are very kind and very positive and, and things like that, we hold on to them because, you know, they give us a sense of peace and comfort with their positive remarks and such. So, Katie, what is the age range? I mean, because you did say, because like, for younger children, the length may be a little bit too long because of their attention span. But what about the age range? Well,
7: there are some scary scenes and also a little drinking and cursing. So I uh, would recommend for ten, uh, ages 10 through 18, mm-hmm. because it's a great movie for anyone over 10. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's why I give it that age rating. And Kendall, how many stars do you give this film? I would give this film um, four out of five
6: stars, because... In my opinion, I think it ran a little too long, but it was still very interesting Mm -hmm. and it's made some really good
5: points. Well, I think that's very important to notice because it's like, I mean, it went a little bit too long, but it still had all of the points that you needed. So, yeah. Katie and Kendall, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Belle and Sebastian. You're welcome it's always a pleasure speaking with both of you so I hope to see you guys next time this DVD is coming out in the spring and it's playing in selected film festivals so please check that out let's take a break I'm your host Brianna Hope Beaton from Kids First Coming Attractions and you are listening to Voice America Kids
0: sound strange but remember we're just kids with opinions you're listening to voice america kids
8: tune in every monday for purple songs can fly our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the texas children's cancer and hematology centers these songs are flown all over the world and even into space hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions airline in-flight playlists toured with the rolling stones gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids.
1: We
4: don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening
7: to Voice America Kids.
8: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're
2: listening to
0: Voice America Kids. Real kids? You are tuned in to kids' first coming attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
5: Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking to Kendall and Kayla, I mean, Kendall and Katie, see, it's weird without her sister, about Belle and Sebastian. We are talking about the PBS show The Odd Squad. We have some special guests today, Philip and Dalila. And we are talking about the film Paddington. So, right now we are speaking with Philip and Dalila about The Odd Squad. So, how are you, Philip?
9: Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm living life. I'm <laughs> living life. Okay,
5: that's that's pretty good. And Dalila, how are you? I'm good, thank you. That's good that sh- both of you are alive and living and breathing air. Mm-hmm. So, Delila, is- see, I said yeah. it right? <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: Dalila, right. what is your role in the Odd Squad?
3: Um, well, my- I play Agent Olive, and Agent Olive is very serious, she's the veteran of the squad and she's very determined, Um, she's very smart, and she goes crazy whenever somebody
5: mentions sports.
3: Oh, okay. I've
5: seen one of the episodes, or half the episode, it was like two episodes, but in one, it's crazy. But I saw one of the episodes, and I noticed that you really like soccer, so, (laughs) (laughs) or all sports, I guess as you say. And Philip,
9: what is your role? Um, I play uh, Agent Otto. He's a very goofy and energetic person. Um, he's sort of uh, new to Odd Squad. He's finding everything kind of odd and mm-hmm. goofy. And he's trying to learn as much as he can from Olive and Ms. O. Um And he tends to break gadgets, but that's okay.
5: <laughs> we don't need gadgets.
9: <laughs> uh,
5: so, Dalila, since uh, this is something that is quite original, I have not seen anything that's really... Um, exactly like it, of course. So, can you please tell us the plot line?
3: Okay, well, Octo is an organization run by kids who their job is to save the world whenever something odd happens, and they save the world by you, they save the world using
5: math so, and that's and patterns and 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 yeah. things like that. Yeah, and math, I. Yeah. I I don't know why I like it so much it's weird I'm 15 and I shouldn't like it as much as I should as much as I do but you know I feel safe with telling you guys this even though you know a lot of people are gonna hear this but um I really like it it's very interesting and it's and it's cool seeing a lot of kids in one place because you know it's not school but you're doing something yeah. <laughs> so Philip how is it working with other kids?
9: How is it working with other kids? Um well, I really, really, really uh, enjoy working with the main four, especially Dalila, plays Agent Olive. Um, um, I, I think they're going to be really good friends when I grow up. Um, I don't, they probably know this by now, but um, I like to sort of compete with them because sort of competing with them will make me improve on um, me as a person and the way I act. And I learn a lot from them. They don't even know it, but they've helped me
5: so much um, in terms of acting. Well, that's good that you're around kids your age helping you into a direction of better acting and better um, better portraying your character and being believed and all these things. So, so Dalila, I mean, a lot of actors do a lot of things to prepare for their role and to prepare for what they do on set and all these different things. But how do you prepare for your role and how do you prepare yourself on set? Like, what's your daily routine?
3: Um. Okay. Well, I get on set. I grab breakfast. I go to school. Uh. And then I go on set. And right when they say they go rolling, right before they say action, so that's when I start to get into character. I start uh, visualizing what is she thinking during the scene? How does she feel? Who is Olive? I think of all those things right before a scene, and that helps me get into character. So then I don't make a mistake or that I don't laugh
5: in the middle of the scene. <laughs> Which has happened to many people. We've, we were talking, it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, and then you maybe look at something and it's not even funny, but it just makes you crack up hysterically. But, yeah. you know, no one really understands why we do that, but we do. <laughs> you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are talking about the PBS show, The Odd Squad. We have some special guests with us today, Philip and Dalila. And we are talking about the film Paddington. So right now let's continue speaking with Philip and Delila about The Odd Squad. And we were just talking about Dalila's daily routine, getting up, eating breakfast, going to school, tutoring all these different things and how she gets into character and things like that. So, Philip, what's your favorite part on being on The Odd Squad?
9: My favorite part of uh, being on Odd Squad is probably to be working about with the uh, the best cast ever. (laughs) Um, Lila, great uh, partner. Um, And I I,
5: did um, not say that because she's on the call. (laughs) uh, um,
9: Another thing I enjoy is just the fact to be able to teach kids math in a fun and educational way because uh, most people when the the word math comes up to them they think oh boring i'm not good at that but this show is basically showing kids that math isn't all that bad it can be really good for you and fun
5: yeah and it shows that you use it in everyday life i mean you may not use advanced math or calculus every day (laughs) but you use you know simple math division um um, things like that so it kind of shows like well through your daily lives you may need to know this (laughs) so you should pay attention and a lot of the times when i watch movies or not movies all the time, but um T V shows that try to teach, it's very like, oh, and then you go like this. Like your show is not like that at all. It's very smooth. I mean, since it's coming from kids, kids are like, oh, I relate to that, yo? Like I'm relating. (laughs) So Dalila, how is this different from the other projects you've worked on? Um,
3: well all the other projects I've worked on, they were more um serious, like um I've done Supernatural, Fringe, The Stranger the only uh, other one that I actually did that was more upbeat and a little more exaggerated was Diary Diarr- Diarr- of a Wimpy Kid. That was the only one. Um, so this is different because one, it's a TV series, and two, it's more more um, energetic, more energetic, and more upbeat um, than all the other projects I've worked on.
5: Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, because with all with all actors, you have things that you do that's like, okay, this is something that I can do. This is an acting role. And then some parts that you get, you're like, yes, I mean, I did this and, and it's a TV role and it's this and I really like it. Yeah. So, Philip, how close are is your personality to the personality of your character?
9: Um, extremely close. Um. I'm, um, I'm I'm new to acting, just how, um, Otto is new to the squad. Um, (laughs) Otto finds Odd Squad very interesting. I find acting very interesting. Um, Good similarities. (laughs) Yep. Uh, food, of course. I love food. Um, the only thing that I would have to say is a complete opposite is sports. I'm the biggest fan of sports. I love playing sports, and it's healthy for you, right? So, um...
5: Yeah, I love playing sports, but I'm not that good at it. So <laughs> when I meet people, I don't say I play sports. I'm like, well, I attempt to play sports, but I really don't play sports. So it's good that you like it. And I'm presuming that you're pretty good at it because, you know, I don't want to assume that you're not good at it. So Dalila, any advice to kids who want to get into acting or like what are their first steps? Okay, um,
3: of course. Well, I think what you gotta do is, if you want to do acting, just follow your dream. Don't ever stop trying, even though if you might have some falls, you will also have the ups. So don't worry, keep trying, stay positive, and you'll get there someday.
5: That is a v- that is very good advice because a lot of the times, I mean, with auditions, you have you can get rejected so many times, and you just kind of have to learn to okay, that was an audition. It was a chance for me to do something and they didn't think I was I was what they needed or wanted. So time to move on to the next audition because if you don't get over it and you that. don't, yeah, like you'll never move forward. So I think that's very good advice. Philip, we all have many memories of, I have memory of fifth grade, which was many years ago.
9: <laughs> so what is your favorite manor-
5: memory of being on set?
9: Um, I mean, every day is, uh, something that makes me happy because just to know that I got to do, uh, have an opportunity like this and, um, learn so much and have so much fun. Um, it's, it's like every day is something is one of my favorite days. But if I were to literally have a favorite day, um, I would say, it was the day when we did an upcoming episode um, called the O Games, where we. Uh, it's sort of like the Hunger Games, but. Um, With an O. <laughs> yeah, the O Games, um, where you throw, for example, there's been a blob on a job episode, and um, instead of. you To get points. Like front one of the events, you throw a, blo- a, um, a blob in between a hula hoop or um, a golden ring. Um, you uh, capture uh, robot princesses.
5: Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that seems very interesting. I would love to capture a robot princess and dance with it. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Philip and Dalila, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the Odd Squad. You're welcome. It has been a pleasure talking with the both of you And I hope that I can talk to you again soon uh, The Odd Squad, people, is on PBS Kids So please check that out Let's take a break I am your host, Brianna Hope Hopiton From Kids First Coming Attractions And you're listening to Voice America Kids
8: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
0: Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back
1: to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to discuss the very, very well-liked film, Paddington, and we have with us Jeremy. So Jeremy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Lovely to have you on the show with us. So I hear you recently saw the fantastic film, Paddington. So would you mind telling us a little bit about it? Sure, it's a movie about a well-mannered
10: bear named Paddington who wants to journey from the jungles of Peru to England. So when he arrives, she finds out that he doesn't fit in, though. But when a family takes him in, they try to save him from an evil taxidermist who wants to stuff him and put him on display.
1: Oh my goodness. Well, this film looks incredible, and I, I can't believe I haven't seen it yet because it looks so wonderful. So what did you think of this movie? Well,
10: it was very exciting and funny, and it was also adventurous. It was just so
1: good. Mm -hmm. So this film is a live-action movie, so it has, like, real actors and people in it, but Paddington is an animated bear, so did you think it was kind of cool how they mixed the two of them? Yeah, it was cool because bears are real, but they made this bear kind of animated, so... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And what did you think about Paddington being a talking bear? Did he kind of act like a human, or did he have some funny behaviors?
10: Yeah, he had some really funny points in the thing, and it's really funny because he doesn't try to do it. He just does it. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Well, could you imagine just finding a talking bear and taking him in from the streets? Wouldn't that be a little bit strange, don't you think?
10: Yeah, that would be a little bit strange.
1: Well, Paddington gets taken in by a very, very nice family who takes care of him. So could you tell us a little bit about the family and the characters that make up his family?
10: Well, the Browns uh, take him in, but the dad doesn't really like Paddington being in the family. He says it's kind of bad for their kids. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why did he think that? Well, he thought that it was kind of well. It was not really teaching them um, good behavior because he was doing so many bad things. He like flooded their house on accident, then unintentionally set the same like some that same house part of it on fire. And so oh my was, goodness! Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've I've seen it in the trailers. Um, Paddington like riding down the stairs in a huge uh, bathtub. Yeah, that's when he floods so cool. the house. Oh, my goodness. So it seems like since he does get into quite a bit of trouble, there are some pretty cool special effects in the film, you know, with the flooding and of the house and all that stuff. So what did you think of the special effects in the movie? Well, the
10: special effects were really good. I mean, it just looked all surreal, like you were
1: actually seeing a flooded house. Mm-hmm. So, this film was produced by the same producer as Harry Potter. Have you seen any of the Harry Potter movies? No, I have not. You haven't? Well, I wonder if there would be any similarities. I'll have to report back after I see the movie to see if there's any similarities between the style of Paddington and Harry Potter. Um, so, why don't you talk to me a little bit about uh, your favorite character, if you have one. Um, My favorite character was probably Paddington because he was just so funny. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you could relate to Paddington at all? Do you like to cause some mischief and get into trouble? Yeah, I kind of do that sometimes. (laughs) Well, Paddington um, was voiced by Ben Wishaw. So do you think that he did a good job uh, voicing this bear since, you know, he wasn't actually playing the character?
10: Yeah, he did a great job. Um, And he also did a good job making the accent. It sounded kind
1: of British mm-hmm a little bit British because the film takes place in um, England doesn't it yeah well he starts off from the jungles of Peru but the man who taught
10: them to talk was from England so he taught them with a British accent
1: that's really cool so in the trailers I've only ever seen like the parts where he's in England but does it kind of show his backstory from when he was in Peru um,
10: kind of, but he in- back in Peru, he and his family have his own marmalade business.
1: <laughs> That's so cool! Oh my goodness, I couldn't even imagine finding a talking bear with a marmalade business. That would be awesome. Yeah. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking about Strange Magic, Belle and Sebastian, Paddington, and we talked with Philip and Delilah from the PBS show The Odd Squad. So right now I have with me Jeremy, and we are talking about the wonderful film Paddington, about a bear that travels to England and finds a new home with a wonderful family. Uh, So as you said before, there is an evil taxidermist in this film who is trying to get Paddington. How do you think that that character was? Was it like really scary, or was it not too bad?
10: Well, it was a little scary, and it kind of went dun-dun-dun every now and you wouldn't know what was going to happen next, and you would get like kind of scared, you know? Mm -hmm. And what do you think the message of this film is? Well, it teaches you that if you get bad things in life then
1: you turn them in, you should turn them into good things mm mm-hmm. and I, to never give up too i think that's probably a really good message i know definitely sometimes in life we th- it seems things seem like they can be a little bit down and it's kind of hard to pick yourself up but i think that's pretty cool that you just persevere and stick through it um so i want to get back to Paddington getting into all sorts of mischief um did Paddington do anything that you can relate to you know being in a new environment or getting into you know a specific situation that you could relate to or maybe others could relate to um no not really not really um so if you had to be any character in this film would you be Paddington or is there another character you relate to
10: Um, yeah, I think I would be Paddington.
1: (laughs) I think it would be kind of fun to be a talking bear with a marmalade business. I would agree with you. So what's your favorite scene in this film, if you have one?
10: Well, my favorite part is when Paddington is in the bathroom of the Browns' house. He accidentally turns on the water knob and he floods the house. It causes the bathtub to slide down the stairs
1: and with him in it, so it's funny. Oh my goodness. Um, so what age rating would you recommend this film for? Do you think it's for families or just for younger kids? What would you say? I think it's a, for
10: ages four and up, but it's definitely a movie the whole family can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: did, did you see it with your family? Did you go with your mom or dad?
10: Yeah, I saw it with my little sister and my mom and dad. So, What did they think of it?
1: Well, they thought of it pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely can't wait to see this movie. I have a younger brother who's 10 who really wants to see it, and then even my parents really want to see it. And I'm 17, and I think that if I want to see it, it's probably pretty good for all ages. Yeah, it is really good. Mm-hmm. You'll like so, it. What it yeah, I'm excited to see it. Thank you for telling me. Um, so, what did you think about the soundtrack and the music in this film? Because I know, as you said, when uh, the evil taxidermist would come on, it would kind of get some suspenseful music. But what did you think about the soundtrack for the rest of the movie?
10: Well, it was good. Even though there wasn't much music, whenever the music came in, I kind of liked it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and how many stars would you, reco- would you give this film on a scale of one to five? I would
10: give it five stars.
1: Five stars? That's yeah. awesome. That uh, sounds like a fantastic movie. Does it remind you of any other movies that you've seen, or do you think it's pretty unique on its own?
10: Um, I think it's unique on its own, and it's, yeah, it's, like, not the same as any other ones I've seen. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
1: Um, So I was just wondering, since this film... uh is, you know, all about family. Do you think that your family can relate to the Brown family, even though you obviously don't have a talking bear? Um,
10: Maybe, because we have have the exact same amount of family members, and we actually even do have the... So we have the mom and dad, and then we have the brother and the sister. So we got kind of, like, all,
1: like, in the movie. That's awesome. I love movies that I can relate to like that. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for telling us all about Paddington. It sounds like a wonderful film full of adventure and definitely a lot of relatable qualities and some really awesome messages. Yep, that's right. It was wonderful to have you on the show with us. Thank you, as always. Thanks for having me on here. Of course. Well, guys, make sure you check out Paddington. It is in theaters now. It seems like a wonderful movie, and I definitely need to get on board and see the film as well. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics by going to www.kidsfirst.org. You can also find out how to be a part of the Kids First family, and make sure you check out our blog on the Huffington Post. I'm your host, Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, produced by Kids Star, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids
0: First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week.
10: My name is Linda Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kidsler Album of the Month, here is The Whiz Pops and their song, English Fish. Whiz pops from the Kidstar album of the month.